Hello again, I'm Trip Rogers, and this is Trip's Take. Had an opportunity to take a ride up to Latitude Margaritaville. A buddy of mine is going to be moving there, is retiring to live the Jimmy Buffett lifestyle. And I took a ride up 95, and it had me, I paused for a moment to think about that for the first time in a while. I used to love taking the ride down from New Jersey down to Orlando to Disney World when we used to do it as a family with my daughter and her mom. And yeah, I fell victim to the tourist traps. You know, I remember there was a NASCAR store in Georgia and we stopped there on the way home because I said, yeah, I wanted to stop at a NASCAR store. I was a big NASCAR fan at the time. And the tourist traps, you know, with the oranges and the peaches and the live gators, you know, you know what I'm talking about. The biggest tourist trap of all was Pedro. South of the border, located just over the state line in South Carolina, was this huge place. And I remember driving down and said, we only have to stop Pedro's. We got to stop south of the border. And I got there, I remember being very underwhelmed. The only thing about south of the border, though, is I used to always buy fireworks there because fireworks were legal, legal to purchase in New Jersey. And we would buy them, buy a bunch of them, bring them home with us. And I know that they're legal in Georgia and they're legal in Florida and, and South Carolina too. But I, I mean, Pedro's was just this, this magical place because you'd see the signs as you went along. And it's funny how there's a, there's a history, by the way, if you go online and go Pedro's and South of the border, it talks about the history and it goes back to the time when we didn't have an interstate highway system in the United States. And in order to drive down to Florida, you would have to take a number of routes. You'd have to go to AAA to get those trip ticks. Remember those? Oh yeah, I'm dating myself. But uh, Pedro's originally uh, started on one of the local highways and then it moved, of course, to 95 when 95 was built. And it's just, it's fascinating. And it, it, the website has all this information about this. It's been around for many, many years. In fact, I think it started in the late 40s when you had the post-war building boom and you had people buying cars and that kind of thing. Uh, it's really fascinating. But I'm also kind of struck by the fact that the net, the late, you know, or I should say latest modern day, you know, south of the border is Bucky's. And these convenience stores, which give you everything you want there and get you on your way. I mean, it's amazing how we've come and you're going to see more and more stores uh, get like this. And, you know, the one thing I will say about Bucky's, though, is they build their reputation on having clean restrooms. And I've got to tell you, when we went down to Florida... We certainly appreciated clean restrooms because we stopped at a couple places and they were awful. In fact, one of the restrooms I stopped at had no toilet paper. And it was funny because my fiance had the same experience. She was able to find it eventually in the same restroom, but the guy's restroom didn't have any. So I kind of had to make do, but I don't really want to go into that. But still, as you get older, you appreciate amenities like clean restrooms. It's, just, it's amazing. It's just, it's one of those funny things that your attitude changes on as you get older. But traveling now, you know, it's funny, 
even you think back, stores in the 60s and 70s didn't have restrooms. Now, every store, it seems, has public restrooms. Because again, it is a convenience that people want, and it's a convenience that consumers demand from stores. It's amazing how life has changed. Speaking of changes, once again, I'm reading on the internet and I've seen newspaper articles. My former employer, Best Buy, is undergoing yet another downsizing and they are letting people go. Unfortunately, having lived through a couple of those downsizings, I knew the handwriting is on the wall. And again, for an electronics store, it's changing. Amazon has changed everything the way you do business. E-commerce has changed the way you do business. These big stores, Walmart, Costco, Sam's Club, Best Buy, they all have to change. And it's more e-commerce. People don't necessarily have to go into a physical store now. They're comfortable buying something online. And that's where, like I said, Best Buy prided itself on a customer experience that was above the rest, and you could go there and people would know what they're talking about. Now, unfortunately, it's just if you want to go into a store and venture in, it's tough to find somebody who's going to help you. You'll get answers to your questions, but they may not be the guys who we used to have. And unfortunately, Best Buy has decided to let go of more experienced members of their team rather than the people who can answer questions. I'm sad for my former coworkers and friends, although, again, you don't know what's going to happen. And I still have my Best Buy stock, so I got to hope it does well. But, again, it's just another sad thing. And speaking of uh, changes, economic changes, of course, there's uh, big news in the sports TV area. ESPN is about to have another huge layoff, and this time it's going to affect on-air people. You're going to see some people leave ESPN who you may be surprised at, but again, the changing way we consume sports in terms, it's not cable TV anymore. I mean, it's streaming, and people also want choices. They don't want to pay and get every channel in the world They want to be able to pick and choose. They want a direct-to-consumer item. ESPN doesn't fit that. ESPN for years was this behemoth. They were the sports network. But now there's a lot of competition. And as we've seen also, if you read the headlines, the regional sports networks, which depended on cable TV subscriptions to stay alive, basically have all had to go bankrupt. And there's a huge issue with Major League Baseball because a number of those uh, regional sports networks all have baseball teams that they pay big bucks to. And that is something that's going to change. It's something that you can read about on the Internet. And it's interesting because, again, it's going to change how we get sports. And again, we mentioned also the fact that the NFL now has signed with YouTube TV, and they've announced the pricing on that. Really no surprise on that. But even though I am a huge NFL fan and I said I was going to subscribe to it, I'm kind of sitting there kind of wondering, do I really want to spend the money? Because 
I don't sit at home and watch football every Sunday because, again, usually sometimes we go out and do stuff. But am I the same person? Because when I we first moved, to, I, when I first moved into a house, and this was in two thousand one, the first thing I did was to get a satellite dish because I wanted the NFL package, and. Stephanie's mom said, yeah, you get it. And in fact, she even subscribed to it for a couple of years after we had separated because she knew I'd come over to the house on Sundays and babysit Stephanie and I'd be able to watch it, which was, was kind of nice. But that was the reason why I got a satellite dish because I wanted to watch the NFL package. And I continued to do that for a couple of years. But as time went on, I really did not watch it as much, although I really did enjoy the uh, Red Zone channel that they had. I just thought it was great, the DirecTV Red Zone. NFL Network has now copied it, and they have the NFL Red Zone, which is available. And and I've enjoyed that. And, and, and again, that's how I consume a lot of NFL on Sundays if the Giants are not on directly. You know, I'll watch a Giant game because the New York Football Giants are my team, and I bleed blue. But... Again, I digress a little bit. Well, again, you're listening to Trip's Take, so it was my take, right? And that was the thing. And, of course, speaking of, of NFL, the NFL draft is coming up. Uh, it will be a huge show. It's going to be in Kansas City. And I was saying to my, my, my partner on the Fantasy Sultans, the Hall of Famer Mike Sheck, I said, you know, Kansas City has got to be one of the top five most rabid NFL fan bases in the country. And they're hosting the draft. That's going to be cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. That is Trip's Take for April the 20th, 2023. I'd love to hear your comments and questions about my podcast. Just email tripstake at gmail.com. The aforementioned Hall of Famer Mike Sheck and I discuss uh, the offseason so far the NFL draft and its impact on fantasy football. The Fantasy Sultans is available on Spotify for podcasters, also on Apple, Google, iHeart, and other podcast host like the music of the 60s 70s and 80s give a listen wtrsradio.com online join me again next week for now trip rogers thanks for listening make it a great one